Welcome to Topaz Gems, a podcast about quilting, machine embroidery, sewing, and other crafty ideas. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Topaz Gems Podcast. This is Mark, and with me today, I have Day. Hi, Day. Good morning. Greetings to all. So, on this episode, we're going to be talking about our glitter vinyl. But first, you have a special tea to announce today. So let's go ahead and see what you have for us today. I do have a special tea today. This is made by Balance Grow. It is honey, citron, and ginger tea. It's in a jar. You must keep it refrigerated. And I have found it at Costco. And I kind of liken it to marmalade. It's very thick looking. It has rinds of oranges and some ginger slices in there. It's very different looking tea, but boy, is it really, really, really good stuff. It's one of my favorites. So I have not found it anywhere else besides Costco, and it's in a jar uh, down one of the aisles. As far as I know, it's still around. Oh, good. Yeah, I have not had a chance to taste it yet. I'm not a big fan of orange or citron, but I do love ginger, so I'm excited to see how it's going to work out and taste. I think you'll like it. Oh, good, good. So, talking about glitter today, a little background on the glitter for you. Glitter has been around for a very long time. Uh, As we know it in its present form, Glitter has only been around for about 84 years or so. However, scientists have found cave paintings over 2,000 years old that include mica flakes that give the paintings a sparkly appearance. Modern glitter as we know it was invented in 1934 by a New Jersey cattle rancher named Henry Rushman. Glitter vinyl didn't start making the scene until 1998. It was first developed to go along with heat-set machines and materials used for garment decoration. The vinyl would allow more flexibility and durability to the designs and would allow the washing and care of the garments without fear of losing the design. Uh, The vinyl started making its way into the embroidery and sewing industry about 2013 and it quickly spread to all walks of that particular sewing and embroidery. You're going to be seeing more and more of it, it looks like, as well. Finally, the material has now been seen and sold by large chain box stores, specialty craft stores, and thanks to some machine manufacturers, is now being sold under the brand names of Brother, Scissor, and Kimberbell. Yeah, and don't forget, Topaz Quilting and Embroidery has been carrying the glitter material since 2014, and we have it available uh, to us in about 90 different colors at this time. That's down from what they originally had. They had over, what, 120 colors, I believe, but uh, they've kind of cleaned up what didn't sell, what didn't look good, what <laughs> some of them didn't work well, if we <laughs> yeah, remember. That's... We have found that. Yeah. 
Um, so uh, they've got them whittled down to about 90 colors right now. N not all of them are currently in our stock, but we uh, do have them available to us. Um, so what we do have at this time is on the website, and you can always ask us for special orders or stuff down the road. Yeah, that sounds good. Also know that uh, sometimes they do change out the colors on us. Unbeknownst to us, we have put an order in for a certain color, and then they haven't shipped it, and then come to find out it's been discontinued. Right. So as far as we know, when we get them, they're here for a little while. So. Yeah. Well, and not just that. Remember, we've had a few where the hues of the colors have changed a little bit. Oh, yes, they have. It's still the same color code, but one's a little bit brighter or one's a little bit darker than the previous. So sometimes if you're trying to match up, you may want to get all from the same lot. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, we've got a few ideas here on ways to use the glitter vinyl. Uh, we can use it either in sewing or embroidery, uh, machine embroidery to speak of. Uh, the sewing part, you would actually, well, you don't really need to sew it down, actually. Mm -mm. Uh, it's, it's, it's fusible on the back, all of them, all of the colors are, even though they feel a little different. Some are thicker than others, and they just feel a little bit different, but all of them are fusible. So do know that, that you can use it without stitching anything down. Um, the embroidery end of it, you're going to actually stitch it down because you'll want to apply it as an applique to begin with when you're going to embroider. Yeah, and you can put it on a bunch of different projects. That's for darn sure. You can apply it to a cotton, an uncoated polyester, a cotton poly blend, uh, fabric blends. You could put it on wool and linen, excluding nylon, because the temperature setting to set the glue is higher than the melting point of nylon. So that's the only thing you can't put it on. We highly recommend that you... Um, sample it out on a corner of the garment or an extra scrap of fabric if you're putting it in a project before you actually go to apply it because the the actual temperature setting is a high silk just below cotton setting. So you definitely will need to make sure that it's not going to melt on the fabric. Um, also, you want to make sure that whatever you're putting it on is pre-shrunk. You don't want to put it on and then throw it in the washer because your cotton or your cotton blends will shrink up a little bit, but that glitter is going to stay the same size no matter what. So um, you end up getting bubbles and puckering and stuff like that behind the glitter. And it just, I mean, unless that's an effect you're looking for to maybe have it look like a 3D effect, you definitely don't want that in a, in a project that you're working so hard at, at finishing up. Most definitely. We've all had that happen and still do every once in a while. Sometimes reheating it can take that away. Sometimes if you get a wrinkle in it, it looks like it's going to stay there for the rest of the life of the project, which is fine. Um, that's what happens. Uh, there's a couple of ways you can cut the glitter. You can actually take a felt tip pen or even a ballpoint pen and draw on the back of it. Uh, if you're going to do an applique, uh, say, of a certain animal and you want him facing one way or the other, uh, keep that in mind that you need to reverse 
and draw the item on the the back of it the back of it yeah yeah, yeah that's what you're working with that way yeah that way you don't have him pointing towards an area he's not supposed to be pointing <laughs> exactly. to exactly <laughs> you can then cut the vinyl with the scissors or your rotary cutter or if you've got it use a skin and cut machine yeah well there's actually several machines out there that say that that they would be able to cut it so um, you can use your brother's scan and cut machine. You can use the Silhouette Cameo, the Cricut, or the Sizzex. Now, we only can testify that we've used the scan and cut machine here at the shop, um, but we have um, had another customer use their Sizzex machine and said it came out. They had to fudge with it a little bit and adjust the settings, but it worked out really good. So the other two, we just know... Like the Sizzix, they're the ones that sell their own glitter, so it may not work with our glitter, but the stuff that they sell, which I think is at Michael's, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Michael's does carry some glitter, and I have no idea what quality or anything yeah, is like that. I don't either. I do know that they have that available to them, so um, it's it's an option that you can use for that. Oh, Oh, Dave, don't forget, if people have a laser cutter, not everyone does. I understand because they're very expensive machines, but if you're a larger manufacturer, larger producer of, of finished or cut goods, you cannot put this inside a laser cutter. The gases that are produced from the vinyl being cut actually can clog up your ventilation system in your laser cutter, can film coat your laser mirrors, um, and uh, could possibly, um, if you have it uh, vented inside the room, could cause lung damage. So, yeah, there's just a few downsides to using it for the laser cutter. So we highly recommend cutting it by hand, exacto knife, uh, rotary cutter or your scan and cut or silhouette or, or cutting machine of that nature. Those with the blades that work the best. Plotters, um, you can use it on a, a plotter too and have it cut from a plotter. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, don't want to emit those toxic fumes from the, from the laser fabric. It is uh, a PVC vinyl, which, as we know, is very toxic. Yeah. Yeah, it smells bad, too. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, oh, and don't forget, for those of you that have the AccuQuilt cutter or AccuQuilt Go that has the little dies, you can use this material on those as well and run them through. We have the studio version here, so we're able to cut a lot of layers. Um, because the glitter vinyl is a little bit thicker than regular fabrics, you may not get as many layers of the vinyl as you do with the with your regular fabric so you'll have to play with that but we've been able to use a lot of their applique designs the christmas trees the reindeer the flowers i mean just a bunch of different designs and just run it right through there and cut multiple copies all at once yeah usually we get three to four layers of it yeah on yeah. one cutting um sometimes it does tend to curl quite a bit Certain colors we've noticed do that a lot, but um, keep an eye on it, and it does kind of slide a little bit, so I wouldn't go getting too carried away with trying to cut multiple layers. Yeah, 
Yeah. So. Yeah, and you'll want to. You don't need to put a whole sheet in there. You can cut out portions of that sheet you so can. that it'll fit the size of the pattern that you're cutting out. Exactly. So perhaps you've got um, a die that would require maybe two or three different colors in that die. Uh, do check it out on some paper first and see how it's going to run. Um, you could possibly use that paper to use the paper that you cut out to use for uh, templates oh, it, if you're idea. going to use uh, multiple colors of vinyl in your design. So test it out first always and then go from there. Yeah. And then the vinyl itself can be ironed onto itself. Um, the adhesion isn't as great as directly to a uh, fabric. So if you're doing a multiple layer of the glitter, you might want to stitch it down a little bit. Um, add just a, a either a straight stitch or a decorative zigzag or something real lightweight just to make sure that it sets and doesn't pull off during the wash. Yeah, good good idea. Also, uh, another thing to keep in mind when you're playing with the glitter, when you're cutting it, depending on what you're cutting it with, uh, it will tend to stretch a little bit if you're getting long pieces of the vinyl, I don't know, for branches or something like that. Um, it, it will pull and it will tear if you're not real careful with it. So treat it a little bit gently. Other than that, it's, it's pretty strong. Once you get it on your base layer of fabric, if that's what you're going to put it on, which I don't know if you can use other mediums to put it on, wood or glass or whatnot, I have no idea. I think you can, but you might need to add an additional glue because um, the like, especially the woods and stuff are a lot more porous. True. So um, you could add a, a, a permanent glue to the back of it to set it that way. Um, you, the other option that you can do is iron that onto a piece of fabric and then adhere that fabric through sprays or glues onto a wood product or something like that. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's so another it option. sounds like it's pretty pretty resilient and very versatile versatile yes yeah. very versatile so yeah and speaking of setting it um you want to make sure uh that uh, anytime you purchase the glitter at least from us and i believe from the other designers they do have the directions on how to set it and the limitations but um you will be setting that glitter at like i said a high silk setting uh, just below cotton, and that's usually around at 320 and 330 if your iron has a thermostat rather than um, the cotton, silk, polyester setting. Um, so that way you'll know where to set it on. The other thing is when you're going to set it, you definitely want to use a press cloth over the top of it. Um, we have the silicon mats that you would want to use. You would want to put one underneath also just in case something forbids that you're using it on a very lightweight material and the glue seeps through. Then you've got it glued to your ironing board as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, make sure you're, you're going to put it where you want it because once you get it down and set on there, it's not coming off. Yeah. 
uh, you're you're going to be actually holding that iron between 15 and 25 seconds. We say error on the longer side. Just don't scorch your fabrics. Um, you're going to scorch your fabric before you melt the um, before you melt the vinyl. So definitely. You'll want to be careful, but you want to get that on there as long as possible. Also, if your iron is bigger or smaller than the glitter itself, you're not going to rub that iron back and forth. You're going to hold it in one place for the full 25 or 35 or 15 or 25 seconds, and then you're going to lift it up, move it, set it back down, and then do the count again. And you're going to do that until you've got everything completely covered. If you can turn the project upside down or inside out, um, you'll want to come at it again from the back side, doing that one more time. That just makes sure that the, the glitter's set. And even if you didn't do that and after the first washing it's coming off in a certain section, you can always go back over with that iron and hit it for a little bit longer, and it'll reset for you. Absolutely. And just <laughs> just uh, on the side that you're wondering if the glitter does melt. Yes, it really does melt. If you are without a press cloth and you thought, oh, I'll just hit it with the iron. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Not something you want to do because it really does make a mess if you do that. Yeah, and you're buying a new iron pretty much. Yeah, and if you don't have a press cloth, try a piece of muslin or even uh, printer paper will work in a pinch. Yeah, I always grab like a kitchen towel. The, those usually work out fine too, but I have ruined a few of those. Yeah, no, it's not hard to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, definitely the, um, what are they, the Teflon press mats, those work really well. Um, the There's also the Teflon parchment paper that you could use um, if you're in a pinch, and those you could buy just about at any grocery store. Or yeah, that works Walmart well. I've used anywhere. that. Yeah. Yeah, so you can only use it a few times as opposed to a press cloth, which you can use for pretty much until you destroy it. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun. Okay, we're going to kind of touch on using the glitter in machine applique, which would be on the sewing machine or in the case of a machine embroidery applique projects. Again, you're going to cut out the vinyl if you want to, you can cut out the pieces ahead of time, doing that either by one of the cutting machines or any other way that we talked about. The other way you could do that would be using a big sheet. You're not sure how much of the sheet you're going to use for the, the piece, and just stitch it down. Usually in the machine embroidery case, it's going to have an a outline stitch and then a tack-down stitch. So run your outline stitch first. You'll get a feel for how much, how big a piece you're going to use. You could rough cut it around that, or you could cut it exactly. I would kind of hesitate cutting it out exactly. Leave a little bit outside of it, because you can treat it just like fabric. Uh, do the cut on the outside of your uh, outline stitch. So with that in place, once you get the outline stitch done and the vinyl is ready to be stuck in place, if you have one of the small, tiny little irons, I think Clover makes a small, little, tiny iron. Yeah, that one's heat. You can control you the can heat on it. You can control the heat, exactly. Uh, still use your press cloth. 
and you can kind of maneuver where you need it inside the hoop. Uh, that's doable. Sometimes I've done it without pressing it all and then just press everything after the embroidery design is done. That works as well. Yeah. Uh, just make sure that you trim it before you set yes, it. Yes, <laughs> do, do trim. I have a couple of samples. <laughs> Trimming is good, yes. Yeah, you just want to be gentle on it because once it's perforated by the needle, um, it can easily tear. So you, when you're trimming it around, you want to use the little snips or what you normally would trim your, fab, your applique fabric with afterwards. But you just want to be gentle with it so you don't pull it out or rip it out of the stitching because it, it, at this point it is more vulnerable to that. Yes, and it seems to be a little weaker when it's still pretty warm. So you don't want to take an end of it and just rip this, rip it to get rid of it outside yeah, no, the stitching. Definitely. You probably will make a couple of holes in there. So be, be aware of that as well. Uh, once the applique is finished, then you can, like we said, take an iron to the whole design, uh, press it real, real well on the outside and the inside so you're sure it's not going to move around on you. Right, and the, the also doesn't rip up yes. in the, the washing because you definitely want that set against the fabric. Right. Uh, sometimes there's no backing for you to set the glitter with, uh, so we recommend setting the glitter on some muslin first and then treat it like a normal applique fabric. You can take an iron to it again afterwards, but it isn't always necessary. Yeah, and that's that's kind of like um, where people were doing the freestanding lace and the glitter itself because there was nothing behind the glitter. Good example. Yeah, um, I think that was what the OESD haunted house we did that with. Yes, that's um, right. And a couple, I can't remember, was it, oh, the OESD uh, gingerbread house too you did that on, I think. Yes, I think we did. Because we had the glitter for the roof. <laughs> it's been a while since uh, we did that. I, I've forgotten. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, there will be cases that um, you need to do it on muslin, or you know something we haven't tried is uh, putting it on either maybe tulle, or well, it, that would be holes. But the tulle I think is nylon, and so that it would melt on the tulle. That's why we were using the. Um, what is it? Yeah, the muslin. Um, but um, what else? No, what's the 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 organza? The organza is that also poly? A lot of it's polyester. Polyester, yeah. So it might work on the on the organza. On the organza, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it would. We'll have to play with that some more. Yeah. See. Oh, you know, it'd look really pretty as we carry that one opaque. Mm -hmm. Put that on organza so that it the light when we put them in like the candles. We have some um, tea, the battery-operated tea light candles, and we'll make different candle holders for them, and one of them was that. Today, we have quite a few projects that we've done with the glitter fabric. Is there anything in particular that you enjoyed the best? Because I do know that you love glitter. I do love the glitter. <laughs> it's just so much fun. It's so sparkly. It's just I just love working with it. Uh, gosh, we've done, well, one of my favorites, I think, was, uh, it was an old 
Anita Good Design at Machine Embroidery for, uh, what was it called? Connecting Flowers. Oh, yes, yes. And we did a, six flowers, I think, side by side, mm-hmm. and a small wall hanging. And they really, really came out nice. It was very nice. As a matter of fact, we sold six of the uh, embroidery design packs. We sold, I think, two or three kits for the fabric, and then tons of sheets of glitter for that. Everyone fell in love with it. Yeah, that turned out really nice. As a matter of fact, someone was trying to buy it from you, if (laughs) I'm not mistaken. Not for sale. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's going to work in any, pretty much any embroidery project. Um, we've done, gosh, what, coasters, placemats, garments. Oh, yeah, where, where you just used the um, AccuQuilter design for the Christmas trees. Yes. And the pumpkins. Yes, we did. And the leaves. And the leaves. And you just put that directly on shirts for... Yeah, cut out your, I mean, use a cookie cutter for a stencil if you need to, or gosh, anything you've got that can be used as a stencil. Yeah. Uh, trace it out on the back of the vinyl and cut it out and put it in place, and wow, you've got a really spectacular shirt if you want. Um, our pre-cut vinyl pieces are really nice for that as well. We've got quite a selection. Yes, yes. They're slowly getting up on the website, but we have everything from mermaids and dolphins, crabs. Um, Because of Aloha quilts, we had done several of the nautical-themed sea creatures to go along with that. But we have unicorns. We have doggy paws. Doggy paws and kitty paws. Kitty paws. Yes, we're equal opportunity exploiter. Oh, we have some witch hats. And a witch big hats. witch that we just got going for, um, for Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, she's looking really good. We're going to mount her on a background fabric that is the glow-in-the-dark yeah, fabric yeah. from Michael Miller. It's going to be really neat looking. Yeah, and we'll have some kits hopefully soon. And I'm looking at you very closely, Day, on that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So. We've got several samples here in the store and we're hoping to get some pictures up on the website for you to look at as well. Yeah, we've got the um, the grapes and leaves, and those you've used for table oh, runners. Table runners, placemats, place they look really nice on placemats. I'm not sure if we have any kits left or not. We did have. Um, I believe so. I've got to get it inventoried and, and up on the... I found... <laughs> imagine that after the move. I still have more boxes, <laughs> so... <laughs> So I did find some of the kits for that. And then there's also the table runner with the goblet on it, the wine glass. Uh, And we've got those inventoried. Currently, it's just with the white wine glass. um, And we've got the grape uh, clusters for that. Yeah, very nice. Uh, Another kit that we did with the uh, vinyl turned out really nice. We did some placemats, set of four, with some nice-looking coffee fabric. And then we cut out on the scan and cut some coffee cups with some steam coming up. They were really, really nice looking. Yeah, we have a couple of those kits still, so we'll be able to get those up as well on the website, and I'll put links in the show notes for that. Okay. Um, Also, so you guys know, the vinyl really is not exactly bulletproof, but it's very, very washable and 
I don't know that I would put it in the dryer, but definitely if you're going to put it on garments or use it with placemats or whatever, do put it in the washer. I would probably use a cool or cold water setting, but I would not necessarily put it in the dryer. Maybe air fluff it a little bit for a minute or so, but take it out and let it dry flat. It is rated for a low temp dryer, but you do run the risk of the friction with other projects or other stuff. Now, the glitter is actually infused into the vinyl itself. So it's not like the other stuff where you have the glitter on the fabric, you throw it in the wash and everyone's stuff is decorated now. (laughs) This one, it's actually does not, it will not come off and it will not come out. You might see a few flakes when you go to cut it, but that's because you're actually cutting the vinyl and releasing it. But once it's set, it's set. It's not going to go anywhere. Also, we want to let you know about sizes on the on the glitter. We keep in stock here, uh, what, nine? It's about a nine, nine and, a and a half by 11 and a half. I mean, when we get it, it's almost 20 inches wide, and then we can cut that in half. But we can, if you're looking for a specialty size, the maximum size would be uh, 19 and a half inches by, I think, 15 feet because that's the full amount that that we have available to us on a roll um so we would that's the biggest size that we could offer um most of the time we've already cut into it so we say you know 19 and a half by 12 or 19 and a half by 24 um we're always at least keeping that much left in stock before we reorder yeah there you go and then we've also been cutting what we call sample packs and those are what five by five five by six five by six excuse me uh little sheets and we package them in pieces of 10. actually they're in assorted colors so we just pick one of each different color there's no random i mean there's no rhyme or reason it's just very random right and then we've also seasoned out some of the sample packs so we'll have some christmas packs and what, some Halloween packs? We have a Halloween... We actually have two Halloween packs, two Christmas packs. We have one um, primary pack, which is all the bright colors. Um, okay. Those don't come in packs of 10, though. I think they just depends on how many we put in there. There's like five or six sheets. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, we have a pastel pack with the pastels. Um, oh, Valentine's Day pack yes. with the reds, pinks, and silver. <laughs> But you can get quite a few little pieces cut out, depending on your project. You've got quite a bit of leeway there with the sample packs. Yeah, and then that way you're not committing to a full sheet um, if you only need something that's one inch by one inch or, you know, two inch. And you, if you cut it just right, you can get a lot out of your, uh, out of your 9 by 9 by 11 sheet. I mean, you can get quite a bit if you space everything correctly. Uh, if you're looking for a certain size of a certain color, please let us know. We can probably cut that for you depending on the parameters of the, the glitter that we have in stock. Yeah, and then we also don't have any problem doing special orders. So if there's a specific item that you're looking for. Now, we say that we have to find it in a line art um, because what we want is the least amount of detail in the design, but we want a solid line of the image that we're doing. 
Yeah, and also keep in mind too with the glitter, you're not going to get much depth. So if you're thinking about doing a project overlaying a lot of layers or you want some depth in the project itself, that's not really going to happen with the with the glitter. Dee has also been experimenting with the glitter as far as a background fabric and then using a regular fabric um, with some wonder under or yes and doing some uh, silhouettes silhouettes yeah that seemed to me like it would be a good project where you wouldn't see a whole lot of depth but you'd see a clear outline of what it is you're going to do we have recently done a set of two owls uh, in oh excuse me the owls were on they're actually a, it's an owl scene around if you will it's on bright yellow glitter as it being a moon and then the two owls sitting on branches were cut out of black fabric uh, the owls being they were cut out of fabric uh, we didn't use any wonder under on that we actually put them down in place and then very carefully used glue a fabric glue there's many of them out there and just glued it down to the vinyl and it has come out just fine and then treated the rest of the project just like you would any other quilt it has no tack down or quilting on it per se but uh round it was cut in the round and then uh bound like we do any other quilt yeah it's gorgeous and it's what 17 inches round or i think 16? it's yeah 16 17 or 18 inches it's pretty pretty decent size so it's something that you can definitely put out for halloween or you know depending on the the project that you want you can have it in the house year round absolutely so, and i know you're working on other animals or what what else well, and are you doing the witch since christmas is coming oh. up i think we should do a, uh probably a few more silhouettes of you know christmas motifs so christmas trees snowflakes snowman yes Something like that. I foresee a Christmas tree project from an AccuQuilt die <laughs> yeah. coming up. I remember that one. <laughs> yeah. So that'll give me something else to do. Yeah. And then we've just, we've added it, the glitter in so many different projects. Um, we've been known, well, Day has been known as the Glitter Queen, so... <laughs> So she's not only the glow-in-the-dark queen, she's also the glitter queen and the fairy frost queen and anything else? You're no, that, that's... The majesty of everything. Yeah, that that's, those three items will work. <laughs> oh, and the bling. Don't forget the little rhinestone bling. bling everything has good. to have bling. Yep. So, yeah, so we've we've really gotten a lot of great ideas where you... Um, we've used it on, uh, hand, uh, not handbags, but the um, tote bags. We've put glitter on that. We've done glitter for a logo, too, didn't we? By golly, we did. I think uh, we did. Local stores logo. Yeah. We, we had a cut out. Yeah. Looks really bit. nice. Yeah, yeah. So, again, if you have something special that you need, um, make sure it's a line art. Um, and something that we could either download off the internet or something that you have in a line art package. Um, we can't exceed 
Um, if we're cutting it out ourselves on the scan and cut, the maximum size is 12 by 12. So we say um, about 10 by 10, just so that we don't cut right to the edge. Um, but we can do something that big for a design. Yeah, very nice. Uh, let us know if we can help you out with any of the glitter. It's, it's, you're going to love it. It's such fun stuff. Yeah, and Day is t trying to talk me into doing a small video, so maybe we'll do something like that <laughs> and get it posted up. Um, I've, I'm learning how to make videos with my new little tablet, so it's a learning curve. So hopefully it will be good, <laughs> if not just fair. There we go. Well, I guess it's time for some announcements this time around. Uh, we've got, let's see, a couple of interesting announcements here. We've got uh, a craft show coming up called Handmade for the Holidays, and that's going to be held on November 10th and 11th. It will be from 10 to 4 on Saturday and 10 to 3 on Sunday, and that will be held at the Red Hawk Golf and Resort Event Center at 6600 North Wingfield Parkway out in Sparks. Uh, we will post more info on the show on the website for you, too. Yeah, yeah, and that's um, the November 10th and 11th, 2018. Yes. Since some people listen to this two or three years from now, <laughs> they'll be going, oh, it's this weekend. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. No, sorry, that was just a couple of years ago. Hopefully they'll have the show every every year, though. Hopefully so. So, And then we'll also um, give a link over to contact information um, if you're interested in actually selling. Now, we know that they're booked this year. Um, but uh, people are already signing up for next year to be vendors. So if you're wanting to be a vendor, we'll have that information also on the website, uh, show notes for you. Excellent. Okay, we've got another show coming to Ontario, California. That is the very famous Road to California quilt show. That's every January. Uh, this year it will be January 24th through the 27th of 2019. So registration is still open at www.road2ca.com. Uh, check out their website and follow the, excuse me, follow the links for hotel info, class schedules, and so much more. If you've never been, it's a show you may want to catch. They've uh, got so much stuff for lots of different avenues of sewing, quilting, crafting. Wonderful, wonderful show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, lots of fabrics, lots of kits. Um, there's thread manufacturers that are there, so you can pick up the new stuff that they have out. Um, accessories, just all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, our local favorites, Aloha Quilt Shop, Fabric Chicks, and The Quilt House will all be there as well, along with, gosh, a hundred or more vendors. Yeah, it's huge. It's absolutely... They have it in one main room, there's a side room, and there's a tent. The, the parking lot tent, yeah. yes. 
the famous tent. Yeah. But <laughs> it's uh, do give yourself a couple of days to see the show if you'd like. It's at the convention center downtown. Well, not downtown. At the convention center in Ontario. Yeah, it's by the airport, actually. Near the so airport, it's yes. It's near the airport. And then there's hotels close by, or if you need to drive a little ways, that's not a problem either. Um, I definitely recommend that if you need assistance in walking, wheelchairs or something like that, definitely bring them because there's a lot of mileage to cover at the show and you're going to need to sit down and rest. And, and seating outside of the event, like in the, the lunchroom or lunch, actually it's the lunch tent, um, sometimes if the weather's not too good, there's not a lot of seating available. So Yeah, know. definitely. There is a lot of food there. Uh, it tends to be windy sometimes down in Ontario, but uh, for the most part, it's pretty nice weather. And uh, Yeah, except for the year that I actually went down to help <laughs> carry out, and it poured like crazy. Yeah, that happened. flooded. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that year I really... I, and it was my birthday of all things <laughs> that weekend. <laughs> so I was down there getting drenched and sick and everything else. Oh, my. Yeah. But I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> so, and then we do have some uh, good in, good news. Um, Topaz Quilting and Embroidering is going to keep um, walk-in hours. We're going to have... The shop open where if you don't want to order online, you want to come in and actually pick up and, and buy stuff. We have some new shop hours that we're, we're going to have available. It's very limited. Um, I am working, so I'm only here a few days a week. So the shop is open Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. And um, we, if you need to come in at a different time just call ahead and see if we could schedule it because my schedule is extremely weird and of course days working non-stop so we don't want to we don't want to overtax her too um go ahead and call and we can see if we can make an appointment for another day um but yeah if you just want to come in and take a look around the shop's a lot smaller than what we had and we're more of a workshop now where we're doing projects um on our equipment so uh, we don't have the table space like we used to. Um, we don't have the regular space like we used to. But um, you're welcome to come down, take a look, see what we have. Um, like I said, it's it's limited. It's not nearly as much as what we used to have. But come on in 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Sounds great. Please contact us with questions, comments, or announcements for your local group's activities, quilt shows, or upcoming events. You can reach us at podcast at topazquilts.com and you can reach us at www.topazquilts.com and use the contact form. On Facebook, you can reach us at topazquilts. Well, Day, I think we pretty well covered glitter, although I don't know if we could ever truly cover everything about yes, glitter. Yes, I agree, because there's so much to put glitter on. There's never-ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I can see that my list is getting very long for a project to finish. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Well, I want to thank you all for listening today to our, our cute little podcast. And I want to thank Dave for being here today. Thank you. Yeah, well, I guess we got to get back to work now. Let's get back to work. All right, everybody. Take care and have a great day. Glitter! <laughs> Glitter's our friend.